The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on Sunday. This is Sunday. about the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. Guns up, giddy up. Uh, this is not Eric Tanzi. You're probably very confused right now. Uh, I'm the underpaid producer. I'm the producer of the Failure to Stop podcast, the number one show where police meet society and culture. And Eric had a kid. He had a baby. He's not here right now. So instead, we decided to give you guys a little sneak peek or preview of a full episode that is on our Patreon. Patreon gets some really awesome exclusive content. So if you want to see more of the show, if you love what we do now on YouTube and on audio, go to Patreon. Sign up. It's not crazy expensive. It's awesome. You get tons of content. And I mean tons of content. Enjoy the episode. Oh, did you seriously spill it? Yeah, I was trying to show the camera, but I tilted <gasps> it. Look at that stick. Oh, it's got the diamonds. How did you get the diamonds on it? You got the grill out? Bro. What? Yeah. I, you went all in. Let, let's get let's get the show going, and then I'll tell my the show's on. The show's going. What are you talking? It's Patreon. It's going. But don't you want to do a little introduction or Fuck something? No. What? Oh. No, who cares? We they know who about. we are, right? Bro, we're, yeah. at, we're having dinner. Do you make an introduction when you go into the restaurant? You're like, you sit down and you say, um, do you know who I am? My name is Officer Tansy. Um, Thank you for allowing me to have dinner at your restaurant. No, we're not making any. not doing all that, dude. We're not doing all that. How are you doing? I'm doing great. And I'm Welcome so excited dinner. you're here because I've been sitting with these steaks in front of me. I'm ready to dig in. Bro, did you say steaks? Yeah, I have two steaks. You have two steaks? Let me um, let me get this uh, ready in case it spills again. Here we go. <laughs> that is two steaks. Yes, sir. Right, let me show you mine. Let me show you mine. Can you see? Let's see if I can. I, I saw did... you. Yeah. You pan seared. Pan seared. Little black and pan seared. Using It's All Good Seasoning. Veteran owned and operated company. Oh. I don't I, know if they use Black Rifle coffee. They do have coffee in it. And I think they did say they used a veteran-owned coffee company, but I don't know if it's Black Rifle or not. I saw huh. your shirt. I saw your shirt. Yeah. I, I think uh, mine is uh, Kinder. It's a buttery steakhouse blend, Ooh. and it is my absolute favorite. So, yeah, actually what I did, I did the reverse microwave sear on these. What? Yeah. So you What take, is that? Yeah, you, well, you sear it on the grill really quick, 30 seconds each side, and then throw it in the microwave for 10 minutes, and you're good to go. Oh, my gosh. I'm totally I've never heard that. I'm totally fucking with you. Oh, my God. I was going to shit on you for a second, but I was like, oh. <laughs> I don't want to do you know, that. You're like, so, those look really good for a microwave. I'm like, I've been doing this all wrong because like, my whole house is smoked out. You know, My kids are crying. It's like they've been pepper sprayed. They're like, oh. And they all want steak, but I'm like, we can't afford it. You guys can have yogurt. Shut up. So I did my traditional sous vide. So I cooked them in water, right? (laughs) Yeah, boiled it first. Boiled it in a in a bag. Got it to the perfect temperature and then seared it on the grill. Oh, that's the perfect way to do it. That's a perfect way to. (laughs) Whenever I uh, oh look at that, dude. Am I an influencer? If you do it correctly, 
Yeah, no. Don't you have good. to block the the background so they they can focus? I don't know what I'm doing. It looks good. I can tell that it's medium rare. Is it focused? It's focused. Oh. Well, it, it focuses a lot better when you're when you're not like shaking it at the camera. They just held it there like a oh. <laughs> oh. 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 Oh my god. Bro, I probably oh. had 500 steaks within the last year. Still. Damn. Get this When's excited. the last time you've been home? You've been on the road a lot. So funny story i couldn't even remember and i got home last night so i have a uh tempurpedic bed and it's a smart base and so it tracks my sleep so i got on it last night getting into bed and it said last recorded uh sleep schedule was 47 days ago wow i was gone for 47 days just fucking around just doing life, dude. Yeah, just doing just... life on tour like a like a rock star. You oh, know, yeah. uh Breaking Benjamin, the band came through here um mm. a few months ago, and um they were like, yo, they, they listened to the show, they listened to Fair to Stop Podcast. It's hilarious. They've even called me like in the middle of a show to ask Whoa. me like legal advice. The one guy, Jason Rao, had a squatter in Nashville while he went on tour. He went on tour for like 90 days. And he came back and there were squatters living in his house in Nashville. Wow. And he couldn't get them out. And he called the the PD and the PD was like, well, they've been here for like over 60 days. So you have to go through an eviction proxy. He's like, what are you talking about? This is my house. What are you talking about? So he called me. He's like, yo, what can we do? And I, you know, I gave him some advice. Probably wasn't like. Like good legal advice, but it was just good. Like, like go kick some life. asses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. dude, get like six of your biggest friends and go get to work. And um, if you want to give me a like day or two, I will. I'll go down there and do it. I don't mind. Like, I wouldn't mind throwing my hands on somebody. Uh, yeah, it's been just... a while. It's been a while. Shake what if what if we that. offered a service where yeah. we would go run off the squatters for people with no oh. paper trail? We'd have to bring Mike the cop because, like, I'm pretty oh, sure I've... you and I aren't really. You know what I mean? Like, what if we catch somebody that's like really knows what they're doing fight wise? True. Like, I mean, I'm good at it if they don't know what they're doing. Right. But like nowadays, like everybody's doing that BJJ stuff. Mm-hmm. I might just get my ass. Do you do any of that? Do you do the uh, martial I, arts? I'm more of a just the BJ part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking on steak. <laughs> um, well played, well played. <laughs> but yeah, I think that would be a really good service. We could like, oh know. man, we could bring Tammy with us. Ooh, could you imagine? Just for intimidation, though, like she doesn't really like throw hands on anybody. She's just that's, that's talking shit in the background. We don't even need Mike. We just need Tammy. We just need Tammy, bro. That yeah. video that you did with her with uh, was it Luke Bryan? Oh yeah. Oh my god, that was so funny. <laughs> His mom was like legit freaking out too. The cigarette throw when she took one more oh. pop and then threw it to jump in and oh, it's dude. so funny, so funny. But anyway, yeah. So the Breaking Benjamins guys they came in town and they were like, "Yo, what's your phone number? We're in Raleigh." So I gave my phone number and he was like, "Yo, let's get together. Let's throw it down tonight." And I said, well, "What do you want to do? Do you guys want like a home cooked meal? Do you guys want to go out for dinner? I mean, you've been on the road for like ninety days." He's like, we'll never turn down a home cooked meal. So I, I'm like, well, where are you guys? And they're like, we're in Raleigh. Come get us. And I was like, oh, like right now. And he was like, yeah, we could be ready in 30. 
So I tell my wife, I'm like, yo, uh, so the guys from Breaking Benjamin, they're coming over in about 30 <laughs> minutes. She's like, wait, what? Huh? And I was like, and they want a home cooked meal. <laughs> so she's like, hilarious. Okay. So she goes to the store. I go to pick them up and we come back to the house. We have like a huge, okay. But they ended up spending the night. It was a whole thing. But, uh, you know, he was saying it sucks because, like, when you're on the road, you don't get to really, uh, you know, they get to eat out a lot, but they don't get any really good. Like, there's nothing like a home cooked meal. Correct. Like, I like and, steaks eating out, but I like my own steaks. Shame. I was so excited to get home and cook this. Oh, I just like I like to steaks my own way because like I know how I want it cooked, mm-hmm. and I like the whole experience too. Yes, I like pouring myself a glass of wine, you know, yeah. put my apron on. Yeah, it's almost like a hobby. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, like a hobby. Just like, <laughs> what what are your hobbies? Cooking <laughs> steak, steak. Like a real no BJ's. Man. Like getting blowjobs and eating steaks like a real man. Hell yeah, brother. I mean, the best restaurant. Thanks for joining me tonight. Thanks for having me. I'm glad we got reservations at this fine dining establishment. Such short yeah, notice. They were uh, they were booked, but I threw out your name and they said, don't worry about it. We got a table for you. <laughs> like, you know who I'm having dinner with? You know who I'm having dinner with? That's actually why I did this show. I came up with it. T-Bones with Tansy. It's because I want to be able to say I've had dinner with like celebrities, but no celebrity will ever take me to dinner. So if it. I do this, I'll forever be able to say I had dinner with the officer Daniel. So I mean, a lot of clout behind this, but we do got to make it happen in real life. Not over the internet. Yeah. We'll do it one day. You know, I had dinner. Um, I've had dinner a few times with Mike, the cop, but one of the craziest dinners I've ever had in my life was with Mike, the cop. You ever had dinner with that guy? Oh, a ton. No, he has no restaurant etiquette at all. Oh, no. Not at all. No. And uh, we actually, while we were in there, the boyfriend of the waitress happened to be like two tables over at this really nice steak restaurant. And he had had enough of whatever jokes Mike was telling. And so the dude was like, that's my girlfriend. And Mike wasn't even talking about her. Like Mike (laughs) wasn't even talking about anybody in general. And Mike's like, what? And he was like, why don't you show some respect? And Mike's like, who the fuck are you? And the guy's like, who the fuck am I? Who the fuck are you? And I was like, what is going on? So Mike gets up and he goes, I will karate. What is the, what's the karate kid? What's the dojo? <laughs> um, he, like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Anyway, he uses that like dojo name. He's like, I will karate Kung Fu you down those fucking stairs. And I'm just like, what is going on? Like, I'm just trying to have a steak dinner. Absolutely out of control. Man, I can't, I know I have stories like that, but they're not coming to me. But I know I've been embarrassed in public with Mike before, 100%. I'm sure dinner with you and Tammy's got to be pretty audacious. Well, here's the thing. Chelsea has become such a household name for like, lack of a better term. I, I mean, I get, she's a celebrity, like sure. legit celebrity now. And it's really hard to just go have dinner. Like right she wants to just, you know. Sit and eat and enjoy your food. And then, you know, every waitress or waiter that serves us knows who we are. And Great service, but, you know, can I get pictures? And they tell other people who they're serving. They come by, people in the restaurant. Which is all fine and dandy, but, you know, you kind of have to be on your best behavior at all times. Because who knows who's filming? 
Yeah. Well, speak like with. Yeah, go ahead. Speak. speak. Let me uh, let me let me tell you this story. I just re- remembered this. So, speaking of eating with Chelsea, me, her sister, two of her sisters, or maybe just one of her sisters, and our two nieces, and our friend Paige, and her boyfriend Brett. We were all going to go to Texas Roadhouse, and it was like a two-hour wait. So we settled for a Red Lobster. All right? Which, <laughs> this is real life? Yeah. This is real yeah. life? Yeah. Okay. Real all life. Right. This is this happened a week and a half ago. <laughs> and I, I'll send you the video. So we walk in, and I saw a bunch of groups like walk, getting ready to walk in. And I'm like, I'm going to beeline it to the, to the desk so we're not behind all these other people because we were starving. Well, no host at the host stand. Two uh, separate parties already waiting. And so I walk in and I'm standing there. And the guy in front of me waiting for uh, the host to come back literally is like taking a picture of the host stand with nobody standing there. So (laughs) I could tell they'd been waiting a while. (laughs) Well, then our crew comes in and they all take seats in the, the waiting area. And then these two big tops, probably two six top tables come in behind us. Host what's, the, what's the demographic there? Um, at Red Lobster or Nashville? Like, because like the Red Lobster is around here. Like, you would be the only white person in there. Um. Uh, oh man, I didn't pay attention, but I feel like we everybody around us was Caucasian. Really? Okay. Yeah. It's, it's interesting the different Red Lobster locations around here. Like, it's it's pretty much an all black establishment at this point. Really? Oh yeah, 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 huh. yeah. Yep. Well, I, I, I can't remember the last time I've been to Red Lobster besides <laughs> two, a week and a half ago. So they still got really those like cheese cheddar biscuits things that they give you. Yep. Yeah, oh, and we had a, They had about twenty of them. I didn't. <laughs> I'm not joking. So, host comes back, seats one of the tables in front of us, or one of the groups in front of us, comes back. Grabs a second group, and part of their party was kind of mingled in the lobby with us. So they got up and started walking to go get set. Well, what I thought was part of the party, these uh, this male and female, walking with the group, and they walk straight up to the host desk. And host takes the party, and they stay standing there. So Maggie, Chelsea's sister, goes very politely, as polite as possible, Hey, uh, we're all in line. The line's actually back there. Mm. The wife goes, yeah, we know. And then the husband goes, <laughs> let me handle my business. <laughs> Just like that. Oh. And I go, hmm. Oh. So I give him the benefit of the doubt. And I'm like, this dude's pissed about something. He wants to ask for a manager. Let's let him handle his business, whatever, sure. right? Sure. Host comes back. This is what he says. Table for two. <laughs> Dude, I lost it. I saw fucking red. <laughs> what? So I step in and I'm like, ma'am, they just cut in front of all of us. I said, we have a table yeah. for seven. Um, if we can be sat first, thanks. This oh. guy goes off telling me, I'm tired of hearing you. You didn't, we didn't know. And oh. so Paige, our friend Paige, starts recording this interaction. And he got so pissed because he kept saying, I'm tired of hearing you. I said, well, go stand where you're supposed to stand, and you won't have yep. to hear me. Mm-mm. 
He goes, mind your business. I said, this, this is my business. You just <laughs> this is legit my business. Like you're coming between me and cheddar biscuits. Exactly. And whatever lobster sauce I'm about to partake in. Oh, I was so mad. I was mad at how rude he was to her. And I'm like, okay, maybe he's upset. No, he's just a fucking asshole. Just a dick. Some people just wake up and they just, they just, they choose that, that asshole life. I like to give people the benefit of the doubt as well, but more often than not, like I find that some people, most people are just being assholes. I, I saw a, a thing today. I've got a buddy dude who this guy makes six figures working for waffle house. Whoa. This guy, he used to come to my distillery all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't now because he's like on a super ultra diet. Does that like weight, that bodybuilding, weightlifting, like where all the veins in your body pop out contest. So he hasn't been by in a while, but he used to come by and hang out like during the day and like help me distill. And he'd always ask me like questions. I think he had like a little operation in his garage, maybe probably. And, um, Bro, he had like he just bought like a new boat, and then he had like some like had like a new truck, and then like six or seven months later, he like bought some new stills, and like all this time, I'm like, gosh, dude, this guy must be like loaded. Like, what does he do? So finally, I just asked him. I was like, yo, what? Like, um, I you've been hanging out long. I feel like I can ask you. Like, what do you what do you do for a living? He's like, I'm the regional manager of Waffle House, and I was like, really. He was like, oh, yeah. He's like, I started working there as a manager right out of college for $75,000 a year. He's like, now I'm making well over six figures. Wow. And he's like, I literally just walk around with a clipboard, and then that's it. Like, (laughs) they fill out the clipboard for me. Like, I walk in (laughs) with my clipboard, and I hand it over, and then, like, I just walk through. And that's what I do, like, all day. So, anyway, I saw an article today, and I had to send it to him because anytime there's a Waffle House article – I've got to send it to the one Waffle House dude I know. Yep. And it's an article on Facebook where a guy goes into Waffle House at 3 a.m. and there's nobody there. It's just empty. No employees, no nothing. Completely unlocked. Oh, I saw the that. The griddle was hot. Yes, yeah. I saw that. And he cooked his own breakfast, right? <laughs> that Okay, so like I didn't know about that one until I sent this article. And he goes, oh, yeah. Did you not see the one where the guy came in and actually cooked his own breakfast? Because that happened too. Wow. This is like a second incident. This guy didn't cook his breakfast. This guy just chilled. (laughs) Could you imagine walking into Waffle House and just being empty? That'd be the past. I wouldn't know what to do, to be honest with you. Like, I know how to fucking turn on a griddle and like... Right. (laughs) So what's... um, You guys are... I mean, I'm guessing the cat's out of the bag. I've I've heard uh, Chelsea talk about it, but she's doing an OnlyFans movie on OnlyFans only. Is that what that is essentially? Well. Um so she started it on OnlyFans. So she started an OnlyFans specifically just to do this idea. But right. So it's uh I forget the technical term, but uh it's actually on its third season and oh okay. Yeah. So she uh Tammy's a director for a uh, porno and she has cameras follow her around while she it's like the office i was just about to say it's like the office yes. but like in an only fans porn shoot correct so she's actually gone away from only she's on patreon now so mm-hmm. if people want to check it out it's obviously a little bit easier to explain the 
five dollar fee from Patreon than it is OnlyFans on your bank account. So, <laughs> Dude, I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was such a great flex putting it on OnlyFans because it's like taking a sleazy site and making it legit. But did you know that OnlyFans was originally like invented for comedians? Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, I think I think I heard that somewhere that like comedians wanted a place that people could go and like they could practice their comedy and do stuff. And so it was like really like the, at, at the original, like when OnlyFans first started, it was like majority. Well, I think I heard Joe Rogan talking about that. So ironically, I flew out to Chicago and met Chelsea and her sisters. And the first thing I did when I landed was go to the OnlyFans headquarters with them. And we hung out with the owner of OnlyFans. Whoa. I didn't get a, I didn't ask any questions like, you know. Pertaining right. to like what was the original idea or anything, but he took us on his boat in the in the river in the Chicago River and down at the pier and we watched fireworks. It was right before Fourth of July. It was pretty awesome. Oh, super awesome, dude. Oh, super cool. What was the OnlyFans headquarters like? Was there like like OnlyFans start? You know, like when you walk into like a football stadium, they have like you know all the memories from all like the great and triumphant battles that have been done in the same to have like all the, like the most memorable parts of only fans like hanging on the wall like here's no. a sculpture of Mia Khalifa when she got her start <laughs> no they don't have any like influencers hung up in their their office but it's literally decked out with only fans everything there's literally a room that has little tiny only fans for fans like only fans like wait what yeah I just have fans in a room just as a joke. Uh, yeah. I like a room with just fans in it. <laughs> yeah. A little I tiny ones too. Yeah. I get it. But they I had this super sweet workout uh, facility that their employees can use. Uh, it was really nice. Awesome. Uh, did was, you do like any influencer shit in there? Like little selfies? Like, yeah, I did. I have a couple <laughs> on my phone. Um, <laughs> so it was actually freezing cold in Chicago when I went there. And this was only like a month ago. And so we had to jump on his boat and I'm in shorts and a t-shirt coming from uh, Louisiana. Oh God, the armpit. Yeah. And so uh, he's like, it's going to get really cold on the boat. Here's a sweater and it's a hoodie of, and it says only fans on it. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so yes, I took some pictures and posted it just to like fuck with people make them think I have an OnlyFans just to kind of yeah, see the response. Sure. You ever thought about starting one? Like what if you just got on there and just like did no nudity, no schmutt and just did like straight comedy or something. I bet you, your fans are like pretty loyal. I bet you they would go over there. I think I'd probably have better success doing it on Patreon. So yeah, Patreon's pretty sweet. That's what we're doing right now. We got, you know, we got, we're having some we're having a lot of fun on Patreon. Uh, how many times have you inadvertently seen uh, Chelsea's tits? They're all over the place, so it's not like you haven't not seen them. I can show it on uh, the internet, right? On here, on Patreon. On Patreon, you can. You've got you've got it just that readily available that you're well, right here. Like, here, oh. here's the thing, bro. Bruh. Bruh. If Bruh. I can find it, where the hell? I need to buy one of those calendars and just put it in here in my office. Yeah. But, but my kids are fucking nosy, so they'll... So this this is the shoot. I was in March of this year. 
I know it's kind of blurry, but uh, yeah, because you keep moving the fucking camera. It looks Is it awesome. gonna focus? Yeah, it's focused enough that I know what's going on. So, no, literally, um, she loves to be naked. So if yeah. If we're at her house, she is usually butt ass naked. Oh, that's hilarious! Like, but that's like the whole the whole crew. Like, not me, but right, all the right. females. It's so just... my wife is the complete opposite of me. Master's degree, super genius, smart. Reads like three books a week. Not exaggerating. Just recluse, introvert, quiet smart everybody's always like how are you married to this woman and i like uh tammy's relationship with her husband's relationship with my wife where it's like she just expects me to be audacious and over the top and crazy Mm -hmm. and that's why she married me so it's like she's people are like are you okay with that like he just he just streaked through the backyard and jumped into that neighbor's pool and my wife's like i mean that's kind of why i married him because it's a lot more fun to be married to somebody like that i guess you know, so yeah, is, I totally, I totally uh, empathize with with Chelsea on that one. <laughs> but so I see him all the time to answer yeah. your question. Yeah, I mean, does it ever like haunt you? Do you ever like try to like stop thinking about it? Like sometimes, like when you like when you're at the end of the day and you're relaxed and you just want to put your head down on your pillow, and then all of a sudden they pop in, and you're like, oh, come on, <laughs> come on, um, <sighs> I, I gotta start say- over. <laughs> Bro. Sleep the sleep cycle. The sleep cycle is what I was talking about there. Yeah. So I'm actually uh, an admin for her Facebook page, and so <laughs> I see all the messages that come in. The amount of old creepy dudes and the really? shit that they tell her, dude, Whoa. unreal. Really? Unreal. Do you respond Sorry. back as her and just like play into it, or just no. shut it down? Oh, I just leave it as whatever i mean she goes through them too but um i'm more an admin to like help her like with technical stuff instead of like responding to things so i got you i got you and i was trying to like help her and like do some posts and she's like stop posting on my page without asking me i'm like oh all right i'm just trying to help you but i get it i would be the same way right 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 but these pictures or these 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 uh thirsty men Oh, yeah. Well, the funniest thing, you'll have, like, all these responses from them about her, uh, you know, maybe from her story or just messages about, oh, I'd love to suck on those tits of yours, blah, 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 oh, right? Oh, my God. Unanswered, unanswered, unanswered. And then, Why are people such disgusting assholes? I don't know, bro. I think they forget that people are, like, humans. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would never, even if I really wanted to suck on, on somebody's titties, I would never message them that correct because they're a human fucking being not some cow that you're trying to so my my favorite thing for me is getting thirsty uh women in my dms and then seeing married family of three with a picture of yeah all isn't that the best though don't like when i work for drinking bros and i was on that network had a lot of fun a lot of fun working on that network but like really got to see this world and was like this would be great if I was 25 or 24, but being just about 40 with yep. a wife and five kids, like absolutely not great. But we were at, a, I did a comedy thing with them and uh, it was a live show, a live meetup. And I think there was like 250 people at this meetup that paid oh, like nice. $25 a piece to be there. Ooh. 
And um, oh yeah, some like famous guy. There, there was a bunch of famous people there too with us, but um, but it was cool. So I was one of the first guys on stage to loosen up the crowd, did a little like was the kind of the funny guy for a few minutes. And everybody on that network knew uh, when I did that year long show, Tailgate Legends, that I'm like family man. Like I'm like a family guy. I don't really do the drugs. I don't do right. the booze in. Um, but I'm funny and I kind of like play the part that I do, but I, but I don't do any of that stuff. Right. So, but everybody knows that. And I got off of the stage and, and I, and I felt like I did really good. And this girl comes over to me and she's like, Oh my God, Eric, I love you so much. Can I get a selfie? And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, let's get a selfie. And I was like, is that liquid IV on the table? Because they were one of the big sponsors. So they had liquid IV on all the tables. And I was a little hungover from the UFC fight. <laughs> the night before so i said um and this is like we're uh we're out of town on this trip so uh, my wife wasn't with me and um i was like can i get some of that liquid iv she's like i'll give you a blowjob and i was like um no i just just have a headache i just need the liquid iv she's like i'll give you both i was like <laughs> she's like i'm a huge fan and i was like no let's let's start with the liquid iv we'll see where the headache goes from there and then, um, you know, if, if my head still hurts in 45 minutes, uh, I might readdress the blowjob. <laughs> and she was like, okay, you know. And so I go back and I call my wife and I'm like, well, this just happened. She's like, yo, send me a picture. I got to see what this chick looks like. And I said it to her and she's like, oh, wolf. And I was like, yeah, right. So it's like not very tempting. She's like, what do you mean not very tempting? I was like, well, she was hotter. I would have thought about it. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> later on, oh, the publicist for the Drinking Bros comes over to me and she's like, Eric, there's a whole table of Austin PD that are here to see you. Could you make your way over to that table and just say hi to them and, and thank them for coming? I was like, oh, dude, that's awesome. You know, like, you know, they came here to see me. That's cool. Because, you know, most people were there to see all the other big acts, you know, Ross Patterson and all the other Black Rifle guys and stuff. So I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. So I go over to the table and they're like, oh, we're big fans of Fair to Stop. We love Mike the Cop. Of course, the first thing that comes out of their mouth is like, is Mike the Cop here? I'm like, no, it's, it's just me. <laughs> it's just this loser sidekick. Um, but we do like the pictures, everything. It's great. And I leave their table. And as I'm walking away from their table, the homegirl, the blowjob girl comes up and she throws her hands up on my chest. And she was like, oh my gosh. She's like, is your head still hurt? And I was like, nope. The liquid IV worked like a charm. I'm feeling great. And she's like, okay, great. Do you have any blow? And I was like, what? And she was like, cocaine. And I was like, of course I do not have cocaine she's like oh my god but i really want some i was like oh you i just came from that table right over there stop they're they're just throwing that shit out like it's candy she was like are you serious i was like i'm serious so she goes over to the table of cops she leans in like you know like the titty lean in you know like uh -huh. when, when you want that coke yeah you want it you just show it like here let me do one of these for you Ooh. yeah a little cleavage action hell so yeah she's doing that and I don't know what she's saying because I'm too far away, but I'm watching. And like all the cops are like, what? They're not in uniform, right? They're like, what? Right. And then she says it again. And the one girl gets up and she pulls out her badge. And the girl's like, uh-huh. And then the cop's like, no, look. Like, And then she looks down. She sees the badge. Busts out in tears. I'm like, oh, I'm out. <laughs> so I leave. Later on, about 10 minutes later, I'm in the bathroom taking a piss. And I leave the bathroom. There's like four chicks and a dude standing outside the bathroom and they were like yo man that's fucked up and i was like what what's going on and they were like you know we came all the way from colorado to see you and you fucking turn her over to the cops you snitched and i was like one dude it's a joke 
they're off duty. They're not going to do anything about it. And they don't have Coke. Relax. She's like, and you know what makes you a bigger asshole? It wasn't even for her. It was for her mom. And she has cancer. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, like, okay. All right. Cool. So I was supposed to go back on stage in like 10 more minutes. So I went back up to stage and told that whole fucking story in front of them and like all 250 people. Oh, I love it. I was like, I'm not going to point anybody out, but check this out. I'm a family, man. I did it in a stand-up comic way, work in the crowd, Uh, but it was hilarious. So yeah, I I felt like a kind of a dick afterwards. And actually the publicist was like, don't do that to our fans. They paid a lot to come here. And I was like, listen, you can't go to a comedy show and not expect to do something audacious. And then the comedians not like fucking call you out. Right. Yeah. They stand up, aren't you? Uh, so I did some MC work for Chelsea's tour. We did a, a brief stint before COVID started of our own show. And then we had some rescheduled shows when COVID kind of laxed and people opened back up. And then it turned into uh, kind of just Chelsea's comedy show. And when you get big management, like she has a uh, right, fight, right, right. they're like, we can pay an opener a hundred bucks a local opener a hundred bucks and you don't need daniels to sell tickets you you know you can sell out on your own so i mean just business it wasn't anything personal so i I still that goes to yeah yeah so i i go and i just go support them and i'll jump in on the meet and greets and stuff but you know with chelsea's fans uh they just think that it's okay to like grab tits and stuff so they which oh. Chelsea lets them do for right, pictures. Right. Oh, well, that's they, hilarious. So they think it's okay to grab my crotch for pictures without asking. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So you get some bruisers in there, like just some ones that like just go in for like the full fucking little too hard grab. Are they like softy grabs? They well, they're in, they're, you know? they're pretty soft. Or or they want to like. Uh, have me sign their tits or their ass or you know stuff like that which is really strange to me like do you do it oh of course but it's just like it's weird. at a normal comedy show meet and greet that wouldn't be happening but it's right. trailer trash tammy yeah i mean it's kind of like the 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 schlick right the shtick as they call it yeah i've never had to sign anybody's tits um i want to though i want to do it once just say i did it you can sign my tits See, that'd be perfect. Like, would you be mad if the first tits you signed were mine? No, if they were the only tits I signed, I would be (laughs) fine with that. I I just want to have the experience of signing some tits once. Then I could just tell my wife, like, I could just like years later be like, Remember that time I was so famous that I got to sign that set of tits? She's like, Eric, it was (laughs) it was a dude's tits. And I'm like, Listen, wait, we don't don't have to get caught up in that. It's 2034, (laughs) we're way past that, honey. Have you made oh, it to what? one of her shows? I know she's been out close to Raleigh a couple times. No, I haven't. Um, I haven't because I'm a piece of shit and I have five kids. Um, I honestly haven't been to like really a lot of comedy shows. I've been I've been a stand-up comedian in more shows than I've attended comedy shows. Like gotcha. I probably went to two stand-up comedy shows in my life, but I've done like six stand-ups. So so a, a cool little story, Chelsea's last tour or the tour before last kicked off in Colorado out here at uh, the Denver Comedy Works. Oh. 
and so I obviously was down there and hanging out with them, and they put her up in the. Uh, they have an apartment connected to. There's like a uh, an apartment complex that's part of the right building for the the venue, yeah. And they own a, an apartment, and they put all the talent up in there, or the you know the headliner up there. Right. So we all hung out up there, and they have two locations: one downtown Denver, and one like uh, closer to uh, like Douglas County area and so she's finishing up her show and all the staff's like hey dave Chappelle just showed up at the other place and he's doing a he did a walk-in and he's performing from two to midnight whoa we're all heading down there so chelsea's like we're going like huge dave Chappelle fan for sure so this was right after her video went viral of her crushing the roach with her tit (laughs) have you seen that yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah yeah So we get there and he finishes and we're like, are we going to get the invite to go back? Like, we're just kind of waiting, waiting. Yeah. And somebody from the venue comes up and says, hey, only Chelsea. He's oh. allowed Chelsea. So she says, she, yeah. So she was nervous because she didn't want to go by herself, but obviously right. didn't want to m- miss an opportunity to meet Dave. Sure. So she goes and she said there was just like, 40 groupies like people who just hang out with him all the time just right in front of the green room door and they just go absolutely wild oh my god it's the roach tit girl oh my god (laughs) right (laughs) so one of them escorts her into the green room and they're like you know who this is like this is a tit the titty girl that you know crushed the roach with her tit and dave's like huh so she had to sit there with Dave Chappelle and watch that video with him. So that, oh, he hadn't that's seen it. awesome. <laughs> so that's awesome. It's an yeah. awesome story. Yeah. She said it was super cool and he had heard about her, but he didn't, hadn't seen that video and gave her some cool advice and yeah, she got it going on, man. She, uh, she actually had a Netflix show that they filmed that Netflix canned after it was all said and done, just said it didn't jive the way yeah, I wanted dude, uh, to. A buddy of mine was supposed to have like a Netflix Netflix special out and uh, did so much work on it. And then I was like, yo, what, when is this thing coming out? And he was like, actually, fucking so they're not going to put it out. And I was like, what? Yeah. Uh, you ever done anything with um, Todd McComas? Should I know Can that you? name? I mean, maybe not. Uh, he's, uh, he was on Barstool Sports, but he was like a 21 year police detective and then got a he started. He left. Well, he retired at 20 years and then did stand up comedy and made it to Barstool Sports and was on the Barstool Sports podcast for years. Oh, and really? now he's on the True Crime Network with um Ashley Flowers. He's on the uh what is it? Tinderfoot. He's on oh. the Tinderfoot Network doing This Day in Crime, but he and I talk oh. a bunch. Um I've had him on the show a few times, but he does he's still doing a lot of stand up comedy, Indiana, Colorado, all out that oh, way. Nice. I think he lives in Indiana. Really funny guy, really nice guy. He's helped me out. Like I did, like when I my first stand up ever, I was like, I called him and I was like, dude, I'm so sorry to bother you because he'd been on the show and he'd been really cool. And I was like, I would never like try to take advantage of you. But you said if I ever wanted to do stand up, to just call you first. And I was like, I'm gonna give you, can I give you like my six minutes really quick? And he's like, well, that's gonna be really awkward over the phone. <laughs> but if you think you could pull it off, I mean, he's like, shit, dude, if you can make me laugh over the phone, I guess it'd, it'd probably be pretty great. 
He's like, but if you want to do it, go ahead. And he's like, what's your audience? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, what kind of club is it? And I was like, all black. Like, I'll be the only white person there and I'll be the only white comedian there. And he was like, oh, no. And I was like, what? Is that bad? Or like, I didn't know. I was like, are you racist? <laughs> and he was like, I'm like, oh, are you racist? You don't, you don't want me to do it? And uh, he's like, man, black crowds are great. They're the best. But like, if you suck, they're the worst because they'll be the, they'll like hit you with flashlights and they'll yurt you off the stage. And it, it's like, he's like, I'm telling you, for your first time, this is a terrible idea. And he was like, but run through your jokes really quick. And I ran it through and he was like, man, that is really funny. That was like really good. He's like, if you can pull it off with the same confidence you did on the phone, that'll be great. If not, they're going to beat your fucking ass. <laughs> and I did it, dude. And everybody was laughing. So I just went harder and harder. And um, at the end, this black woman jumped out, out onto the stage and gave me a hug. Awesome. And I was like, Oh, thank God. Cause I, I was like, I was borderline on a lot of the jokes. Yeah. I was like, they can either see this as like extremely racist or like extremely funny, but luckily they saw it as extremely funny. So good. He's a great guy though. If you ever get a chance to lock up with Todd McComas. Yeah. You'll have to send really me his information where yeah. I can find him. And he's hating I imagine. right now. He's doing true crime on Tenderfoot. And he was like, dude, it's, it's like Disney world of, of true crime. So he has oh. to be super politically correct. No jokes, no funny. But you know yeah. he's a funny dude. He's a funny guy. Like I, I don't call it. You call me Tanstradamus, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> but I can see things that are gonna go bad. And like, there's nothing good that comes out of this Britney Spears shit at all. Like, this ends in an overdose or an OnlyFans with like full fucking penetrating porn. I'm which neither probably, one is gonna be good for her. Probably both. Oh, oh, you're gonna th- you said you're going both. I'm gonna say yeah. She's gonna do the OnlyFans, start getting some some good money again. Yeah, yeah. Find some uh, some nose candy or something. And oh, she's already in the nose candy. Have you seen those videos? Well, I mean, like, get heavily just inundated off the rails. Yeah, like turn into like Aaron Carter. Yeah, type stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think she's already there. Aaron Carter. Oh, I think she's already Aaron Carter gone. Like. She's batshit crazy. Have you, yeah. Do you follow her at all? I just see the stuff from my timeline. Bro, but I, I don't follow her, but I, I've seen enough worse. to know. Oh, yeah. It's getting worse. It's getting worse. And uh, that's not a filter. That's not like I'm on cocaine filter. That's like literally I'm on oh. cocaine. Uh, I know the, the whole runny eyes, the mascara. That's all real. It's not a filter. <laughs> I went but, down the rabbit hole probably a year and a half, two years ago on her TikTok. Yeah. And I'm like, why is she all of a sudden talking so differently? Like, if you go back to like some of her first TikToks, yeah. she's talking normal. And then I can't even uh, impersonate how she talks now, but it's so it. weird. I, I can't even remember how she. Oh, yeah, yeah. But she talked. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, and she didn't used to do that. No. At all. I like think Super Valley Girl. Yeah. Yeah. And she's. Slow. That's a lot of drugs, dude. Um, you know, I, I mean, that terrible parents. Let's just chalk that off to that. Like when you get raised by pieces of shit who are narcissistic and fucking mm. famous, everything. I mean, you're going to you're going to suffer. You know, the child is going to suffer some consequences. Yeah. You know, yeah. Being uh, a, you can't but, project through your children or you're going to fuck them up. I mean, have we ever seen a uh, child prodigy actor? 
it not being just a ton of shit in their adult life? No, I, no. I mean, like Drew Barrymore. I mean, I'm glad that Drew Barrymore wrote that book. I need to read that book, the Drew Barrymore, the memoirs, where she's talking about like doing like coke at like eight years old. But you know, I only had like a brief run in with like Hollywood on such a small scale working on that network. And you know, luckily the Drinking Bros guys have somewhat of a moral standard. Um, they're crazy and they're audacious. Oh, but I ninety percent of it's an act, but right. Um, but some of the people they hang out with, some of the parties that I attended, and things like that, I was like, "What the fuck?" And so I did that tailgate legend show where I got to tailgate with a different celebrity every weekend. So I was with like a bunch of really cool people, and I was with this one, and I I can't I can't like this is on the show, so we're we're back on the show stuff, so I can't like go too crazy on it, but I got invited to an orgy. But they didn't tell me it was an orgy. Mm. And it was at a mansion and it was a full fledged fucking crazy. I'm talking like 50 plus people fucking in a very small area inside of a mansion. It was the most surreal. I can tell you every smell I smelled. I can tell you there was 50 to 60 people in that room. I can tell you what each one of them looked like. Like I was only there for 45 seconds before i left and like the whole fucking thing is burned into my brain like every you know what i mean like you know when you get tased and you can remember that whole five like, i can remember everybody's positions like what everybody like, it was the craziest shit i'd ever been to and i was like and she was like are you okay and i was like yeah i'm fine she's like are you offended and i was like no no no, no. but uh is it is it okay if i leave she was like oh yeah honey you can leave are you okay do you want to talk and we go down the stairs and i was like i just didn't know She's like, oh, it's okay. I didn't really know how to say it, but like, I thought you would get the hints when I said that, like, you're gonna have to sign an NDA and leave your phone at the door. I was like, I thought that's just because you guys were all like celebrities. Celebrities, yeah. I didn't know that y'all were all fucking like, holy shit, bro. I called my wife. This is at like two in the morning. I'm driving home, my, and my wife's the one that made me go to this thing. I wasn't gonna go, and she was like, look, they just bought like three cases of our rum. Cause I own a rum distillery. I make rum uh-huh. and, and, and three cases that they're 12 bottles a case. And so it, it's like, you know, it's a significant amount of money. She was like, they bought three cases of our rum. You just go to the party. It's fine. It's a Halloween party. It's not going to be that big of a deal. And I was like, yeah, but buddy, I went to the, like their pool party and like all the waitresses at the pool party didn't have tops on. She's like, grow up. You'll be fine. Like, <laughs> it's not like you haven't seen tits before. Just like right. show face and, you know, try not to be a dirtbag. Um, because you know, I talked to her about like, what do I look at? The ceiling, or like when somebody's asking offering you a cocktail with no shirt on, like, how do you because you to grab the cocktail, you didn't have to look at the titties, right? Because it's be the like, same level. So I'm like, what's the etiquette here? Do I like look to the right and grab the cocktail? Like, <laughs> I don't want to be a piece of shit. Right. And um, my wife's like, just just grab it normal, like how you were. And I was like, normally there wouldn't be fucking tits there. What do you mean? <laughs> grab it normally. I don't normally grab cocktail glasses with titties in the way. So, uh, so she makes it go. So I call her and I've only been at this thing for like fucking like less than 15 minutes. And she's like, what's going on? I was like, don't go to sleep. She's like, I'm already asleep. I was like, you better wake up. And I'm like an hour away from the house. So I get home and I'm like, you got to wake up. And she's like, what's going on? I was like, I told her the whole story. She's like, that's crazy. She was like, like, they were like, literally, I was like, honey, it smelled like fucking burnt rubber and condoms it was nasty it was like i had to cover my beer oh. the smell of sweat and dirty oh. condom oh. you know like you know what a condom smells like yes. right? like, eh? like oh. there was a woman collecting condoms like through the crowd like as people switch partners so like i'm telling you i was only there for 45 seconds but i remember like every fucking detail 
like I could paint a sculpture if I knew how to paint. And um, and so I'm like, tell my wife, and she's like, that's crazy. I was like, dude, I couldn't even finish my beer because I thought some of the smell from the orgy would have gotten into my beer, and I didn't want to drink the beer. And she's like, that's crazy. I was like, yeah. Some STDs, she's like, something. She's like, so do you need to fuck now? And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I do. <laughs> There's no way I'm going to sleep <laughs> after all that. <laughs> so we knocked it out real quick and then went it. back to bed but dude i like um so like the really brief run-ins that i've had at some of these kind of like celebrity level you know and i was a sommelier as a cop i got my sommelier diploma my certified specialist of wine diploma graduated from the the, the society of wine educators and the gala wine academy ordeal that they've got going on and um i got picked up by a celebrity who does art for like all the celebrities i'm talking like dane reynolds like um uh zach galifianakis um uh, i mean just oh, those are just my favorite but i mean so many celebrities I, I i the list is massive and this guy does art in their mainly california new york uh houses and, he, and uh -huh. so he's a really dope artist he's really great and he's he's you know and and he, i met him at a wine thing and he just you know thought i was a cool guy and so he was like, Hey man, would you like to be my private sommelier? Dude, I got to do like with Kraft cheese, like the people who own Kraft cheese, uh -huh. like the Kraft family, I got to do like an event with them as their sommelier. Anyway, so I'm still a cop at that time and I'm doing the sommelier event, pouring wine at these like super extravagant party. And dude, they, there was so much blow. I don't know where they were getting it from, but like, it was like an endless amount of blow on the everywhere. All, I mean, the bathrooms, all the tables, the living room, kitchen, you name it. There were trays of blow. And I'm a cop at the time. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, I can't do this shit. Like, I'm a, yeah. I was at a cop in that area, of course. Right. But, I was out of town. But, like, I'm still thinking, like, this can't be good for my, my cop career. So, right. Uh, yeah, I have it, definitely had my share of. Just even recently, I went to a concert and uh, somebody in our friend group said, so the butler or the former butler to the person performing offered him Coke at the right. family and friends area to this. And he's like, do you want to do it? I'm like, what? Why are you? <laughs> Have you dabbled in it? Have you tried it? Oh, hell no. I Absolutely either. not. I haven't done it either. Haven't and either. I'm like. For one, why are you asking me? And two, why are you even thinking about it? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, get out of my face, dude. And I said, oh, don't do it. I don't. I, said, do I don't want to have to babysit you all night. I'd it's be so. Worst. Yeah. Do you know how many times I've been the driver at all these events? Like I always end up being the driver. Like one time we were at a a, a, a big fight, and one of the produce the guy the guys that was like driving, and we parked like underneath the stadium. Hilarious. And the driver comes over to me. He's like, oh, is the fight over? And I was like, yep. And he was like, oh, I would not have done that last bag of mushrooms. <laughs> the fight was going to be over this fast. <laughs> and I was like, do you need me to drive? And he was like, can you? And so like, I'm in this car with like A-list celebrity, like A-list celebrity fighter, like a badass dude. And he was like, whoa, wait, why is he fucking driving? And then they told the story and they're like, oh, you know, they're just making fun of me and clowning me. And they're like, only Tansy would come on an event like this and find himself <laughs> driving. And he was like, weren't you drinking tonight? I was like, bro, I had like two white claws. Like, I'm good. It's I, like, I've been here for six hours. I've had two white claws. I just, you guys hand me shit and I just hold it to be like, 
And, and so here's a funny one. There was a dude from Comedy Central there, and he fucking hated me. This guy fucking hated me. Didn't like me at all. Matter of fact, I'll just fucking out him. I don't care. Adam Ray. You ever heard of Adam Ray? Uh, Comedy. Like he's a he, he's been the voice in a couple of Disney movies re recently. Like uh, I don't know what's that one with like the mad like where the the creatures are like in their like the brain like all your cells are the humans in a human uh, body. Element a Disney movie is that yeah element elemental that elemental no yeah the, something like, like the that new one? one I don't know we're like where it's like anger and fear and they're all like inside a human body. Oh, uh, it's a I Disney movie. I don't, I don't watch know. a lot of the Disney theaters. movies. Yeah, I get it. I get. It. But anyway, he was the voice of one of those, gotcha. and he's on Comedy Central. And he's got like, um, he, you know, he's just a stand-up comedian dude, and uh, yeah, I, he's been in a bunch of shit. You can look him up. I, he's just I, I can't picture him in my head, but the name yeah, is familiar. Like, sure. good. I'm glad. I, I'm glad. But um, the guy, we were at a baseball game, and we were sitting in like Nolan Ryan's suite, and I was sitting outside of the suite because all the celebrities are inside, and I'm not a celebrity. I'm just a podcast guy that happens to be on a cool network. It gets invited on some really great, cool trips. And um, so I'm just sitting outside, chilling, watching the game. I'm the only one out there. And this Adam Ray dude comes and sits down next to me. And I'm like, like there's a lot of seats, but he chooses to sit right next to me. Mm. And so I'm watching the game. And I'm like, hey, what's going on, man? I have no idea who this guy is. And he's like, so what do you do? Are you one of the editors, producers? or?" And I was like, oh, no, no, no. I'm a, I'm a host on one of the podcasts for the network. And he's like, oh, really? What show? And I'm like, failure to stop with Mike the cop. And he's like, oh, you're the cop. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, that sucks. And I was like, oh, what uh, What sucks about that? And he was like, it's a pretty shitty profession. I was like, I don't know. Some people call it a noble profession, you know? Um, and he's like, oh, like busting crackheads and homeless people is noble. I was like, oh, are you a cop? And he was like, no. And I was like, you seem to know a lot about the job, you know? And he was like looking at me and I was like, oh, and by the way, it's kind of a douche move to sit next to somebody and just start the conversation with like, what do you do? And so we stared at each other for a minute and he got up and walked away. And, I, and that's it. Like that was the end of the conversation. Well, later on that night, we're in the car and I'm driving, right? Because the mushroom ordeal uh -huh. and the dude in the back seat, Chuck Liddell. And, um, and they were like, <laughs> They're like talking. They're like, why the fuck is this guy driver? What is he fucking doing? And, uh, you know, I'm, uh, you know, and then so somebody was like, can we just clear the elephant in the room? I'm driving, right? Like trying to focus. And they're like, I didn't even know what the elephant in the room is. And they're like, what did Tansy say that made <laughs> Adam leave so early in the night? And I was like, wait, what? Did you guys say my name? And they were like, dude, he was like, that motherfucker's out or I'm out. And we're like, I mean, what happened? And he's like, he called me a fucking douche. And they were like, oh, sorry. I mean, I don't know. But like, just he's out there. You're in here. Just stay away. Well, so the guy ends up leaving. And they're like, you called him a fucking douche? I was like, dude, no. I never called the guys. I said, it's a douche thing to do to sit down and ask somebody what they do as their first sentence. And everybody in the truck started laughing. They just thought that was the funniest thing. I was like, yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy, dude. You want me to go spam his Facebook page? It's not even worth it. I got a selfie with his girl. His girlfriend took a selfie with me. I didn't even know it was his girlfriend. I still got it on my phone. I've thought about I've thought about posting it a million times because because he's been talking lots of shit on his stand up. I follow him on Instagram just to keep up with him, and he he talks a lot of cop shit. But he and um his show didn't last very long, and Mike and I show demolished his show like by thousands thousands. Good, Good. So, fuck that fuck. guy. 
fuck that guy. But yeah, what a bitch. This is comedy related too. So okay, good. I just I did not prepare myself for this, but don't worry about it, Tim. I didn't prepare myself for a lot of things that happened tonight. Me, I would have done a lot more blow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm high as fuck right now. You couldn't tell. Are you serious? No. Now, do you do like the edibles and shit or no? Like, do you do the marijuanas? Well, uh, you're you're just having me dime out myself. Oh, fuck me. It's Patreon. It can't go anywhere. Well, people Listen, are going to go got... comment. I heard he said on a podcast. That he... Elon Musk did it and he's way more famous than us. I've only done it like twice, and I did when I broke it, both times. I had a broken arm. I used to want to do prescription drugs. Uh, I do it every night to go to bed now, for about nice. a year. Yeah. Um, Bert Kreischer did a whole thing on that. I, dude, getting good sleep. Have yes. you met Bert Kreischer? I have not. I get told him and I. Well, you, when I was heavier with my beard, people yeah. always thought I was him for some reason. It was. <laughs> I don't know why. That sucks. Go ahead and show that photo first, and then I'll send you the other one after we get our input on the photo. All right, you ready, boys? Let's do it. All right. I'm going to give right, you three, three guesses and one one clue. You can ask one question. Okay. Um, Whose hat am I wearing, Tansy? Okay. Uh, is it Theo Vons? No. Is it a comedian? Come yes. Two Is it Bert Kreischer's? No. Tom Segura? No, sir. Fuck. I don't know. Does oh. uh go ahead. I'll give no, you a fourth. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let me send the other one. What is what does it say? Settler? I can't. I'm pretty sure I think it says Wisconsin. Oh, Wisconsin. Somewhere on there. I don't know. I don't know many Wisconsin fucking people. Tell you got you get the other picture? No. Yep, it's coming up right now. All right. Yeah, buddy. All right, hang on. Has it come up yet? It's up for me. Can you not see it? Uh I was trying to I was trying to uh I was trying to um Oh Jesus, Chris Farley? Yes, sir. Oh my how'd you get that hat? Chelsea bought it at an auction. Stop. Yep. Oh my gosh, dude. And it was the most surreal thing putting that on. You think he wore that hat? That that's the same picture. Or that's the same hat in the same in the picture. I know, but people make like 10 of the same hats. No, it's it's uh it's that one. Yeah, it's got uh what authenticity, whatever that the certificate. Oh, so it's like it was like legit, like she didn't just like see it and says, like, hey, I saw a picture of Chris Farley. Cr- it was no, like no, a Chris yeah. Farley's hat. Yes. No way. Yeah. I would never have guessed that. Really? No. I sent it to my family group and my sister-in-law got it immediately. Within oh. like 30 seconds. I was so pissed. Wow. Man, good for her. Uh, that's so fucking rad, dude. Yeah. Uh, super honored to wear that. That is so cool. Where does she keep that at? Uh, so she just got it. So actually she was doing, she's got a another, she got a Patreon podcast called Slits Only, which is Ooh. sexual. Yeah. And uh, they did a show and tell between her and her host, her co-host. And that was something that just came in that she had bought. And so that was one of the items she showed. So I happened to be there when she filmed that. So I threw it on really quick. That is so fucking cool. She also got a jacket uh, 
like this. It's not a mink jacket, but uh, like a faux mink. Uh, I don't know. It's not even like for it's. Do you want to hear a piece of shit story really quick? Sure. Time. Do you have time? I don't want to take up your night. Oh yeah, we're good. Uh, I went to a sweatshop in Afghanistan, and I bought a fucking trench coat. Oh, sweatshop from the little kids. Oh. And everybody on the squad was really mad at me for doing it, but I, those kids asked me to buy it. You were those kids asked me to buy it. Yeah, you felt like you were supporting them. I felt like I was, and they're like, dude, you fucking Jewed them down. Like they started at hundred. You bought that fucking leather thing for 35 bucks. It's a sweatshop. I was like, they're not getting the money. They're not oh. getting, it doesn't matter if I paid a hundred bucks for it. They're not going to get any more than what they were to made in to begin with. That's true. I thought you know maybe they saying? were side hustling with some of the shit they were making. No, no. They, but they were so like, yeah, no, we, uh, we were new to a village. And we were doing some reconnaissance on the village and they wanted to show us that they make mink trench coats and other mink coats with mink fur. And we walk in there and it's just like fucking a hundred kids working their asses off. And they're all like, this is a fucking sweatshop. Everybody was like pretty upset about it. And they were like, me down, me down, like showing all this shit. And I was like, yo, I'll buy it. And they're like, I tried on the one the church goes, all the kids like put it on me. You know, like I felt like a king, you know, unless I was 19 at the time. All right. I was 19. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, they're putting it on each arm. I'm like, oh, this looks good. You know, oh, and they're like hundred dollars, Mr. hundred dollars. And I was like, no, hundred dollars, 25. And they're like, Mr. <laughs> you're killing me. Mr. <laughs> 75 i'm like fucking 28 they're like Mister, please please <laughs> well, oh listen this is a great night thank you for having dinner with me thank I'm, you for having i'm me. gonna give her fucking stoked i'll be telling this story the rest of my life and i'll also get to say for the rest of my life that i got to have dinner with the officer daniels thank you sir so much have thank a wonderful evening thank you thank, thank you for you. having me thank you